joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba or Kiluba. May God bless you. Dear online listeners and dear listeners who follow us from the local, from your local radios of your respective cities, we are faithful to our appointment to share with you the word of God as is our habit. We do it with joy for we know that it gives life that you need. I would love to greet all of you in the name of the Supreme Holiness. It is this holiness that amazes the giants of the invisible world to an extent that they begin to proclaim it. That is why I have greeted you in the name of the Supreme Holiness. If we proclaim His Holiness, they will be effects of this proclamation. It is the four living beings who proclaim what they see in the one who is seated on a very high throne. And they say, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty. The eternal one, he was holy, he is holy, and he will be holy. Follow me well. It is an active holiness which he shares with those who draw near to him. Their declaration is a source. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Hey, hey. Our love that he should be revealed to all who are following us online and on their local radios. And this revelation of the person of God will not be in vain or barren. It will transmit to you holiness and from this holiness you are going to experience what it hides. The seraphims are the four living beings. They say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled with His glory. You are going to receive what Lucifer received for him to be in the high places of the universe. Receive the gifts of Lucifer. The Bible says what? You were the seal of perfection. Hey, hey, hallelujah. Receive the gift that Lucifer had. That is why I want you to be Lucifer before he was a corrupted Lucifer. Be what he was before his fault. He was holy. Lucifer was holy. The Bible says, you were the seal of perfection. It is God who is speaking to you. It is the, it is the testimony of God. What I said before was the testimony of the four living beings with regards to the one who is sitting on the high throne. God the Almighty. But here I'm speaking to you about the testimony of God with regards to Lucifer. And what was given to Lucifer was a holiness or perfection. 
that is like the perfection of God. And this is extraordinary. The Bible says, you were the seal of perfection. He was the fingerprint of holiness. That's what it means to be the seal of perfection of God. He was the fingerprint. He was the stamp of holiness. May you be a fingerprint of holiness. Jesus has been made wisdom for us, but also righteousness. He is our holiness. Hey. And Lucifer was the seal of perfection of God. In other words, he was a perfect copy of God. This is deep. This is powerful. That's why I said May you become Lucifer before he became the corrupted Lucifer. May you be and have what he was by grace, by grace. I love this declaration of God. God has not lied. He says you were the seal of perfection. You were a perfect copy of what God was. He was the fingerprint of holiness. How did this being for this law in order to become what he has become today? That he should be called by the Bible abomination. Many times I ask myself, understand as I speak to you, how did he for that law, him who was the see of perfection? That's why I say to you, may you become Lucifer before he became Lucifer, the corrupted one. I hope that I'm making myself to be understood. It is not Kiluba who is bragging about this. It is the scripture that is speaking about this. It is Ezekiel 28. It's not, it's not even the testimony of an angel, but it is the testimony of God himself. Ezekiel 28, verse 12. Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre. And said to him, that says the Lord God. This is the testimony of God about Lucifer. Lucifer was holy. He was holy. And said to him, that says the Lord God. You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were the seal of perfection. He was the, 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 the fingerprint of God's holiness is not a God who creates corrupted things. That is why I want you to be holy. I will come to what the pastor Peter says. Be holy as God is holy. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Hey, hey, hey. He is holy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled with his glory. And this is what Lucifer was. He was Mr. Holiness. A perfect holiness. It is the Bible that speaks about it. You were the seal of perfection. And this is deep. What a love that God showed unto Lucifer in giving to him who God is. Listen to me well. This approach that I have today is valid for the church that is following me right now. God did not only do it for Lucifer. And afterwards, let me read so that you may understand. He was not just perfect, but the scripture that follows 13. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. 
Please send to me, church, what God did for Lucifer. He, has, he also did for Adam. Listen to me. God also placed Adam in the Garden of Eden as he placed Lucifer. What did God give to Adam? He said, let us create man in our own image. Hallelujah. Adam was perfect. He was holy. He is the creator of holiness in the universe. What a love. What a love. He transmits to Lucifer his holiness and places him in the Garden of Eden with precious things. I say to you, holiness gives you a right to precious things. Follow me well. That is why I have greeted you in the name of holiness. It is for your benefit. Hey, let us create man in our own image. But in the image of what? In the image of his holiness. And as Lucifer was, follow, read this scripture well. You were the seal of perfection. And you were in Eden, the garden of God. You were placed on my holy mountain. There is no place for unholy people on the holy mountain. They are going to be cast down like Lucifer. God says, I... You were anointed cherub who comes and I established you, you were on the holy mountain. But God says, I make you to disappear from my holy mountain. And that's the same thing he did with man. He cast him out of his garden because nothing that is defiled will enter the city of God. I want you to receive the gift of Lucifer. You were the seal of perfection. Many people find holiness as a difficult requirement. It is a normal life. Do you find it normal to be a thief? Therefore, holiness is a normal thing that is worthy of praise that makes people to live at peace with one another. Because if you live with thieves, you will not be at peace. You won't sleep because they will come and rob you. So therefore, holiness is not God bothering you. It is a normal thing. Like you will not, thou shalt not kill. It is not God bothering you. Because you do not want other people to do to you. Therefore, do not do to others what you don't want them to do to you. If you don't want people to kill you, don't kill others. Holiness is a normal life. Holiness brings human beings to live together in harmony and at peace and at joy. But the contrary, on, the, on Lucifer's side, he became violent and he corrupted his sanctuary. Same with Adam. God created him holy. God created him holy. He said, let us create man in our own image. The image of God is holiness. It is purity. That is why I want God to show you grace tonight as you follow me that you should understand the necessity of seeking holiness. May the Lord help you to listen to me. The topic that I'm speaking to you today is filled. Holiness shakes everything. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Isaiah Chapter 6, holiness shakes all things. Hallelujah. Hey, hey. 
Cast out devils by holiness. They will run away from you. Even before you can mention the name of Jesus, if they can see the holiness of Jesus in you, they will run away from you. Because sin and sinners run away from holiness. That is why Peter said to Jesus, he says, get away from me, Lord, because I am a sinful man. He was in the presence of holiness. May you cast out devils because of holiness shakes everything. The time has come to shake everything by holiness. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 to verse 7. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two, he covered his face. With two, he covered his feet. And with two, he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out. And the house was filled with smoke. Hallelujah. Holiness is a source of glory. Glory. May you be filled with glory. The Bible says about the holy God, the whole earth is filled with his glory because holiness is honorable, acceptable. But what is interesting to me is the heavenly house. Not only the holiness is seated on a high and lifted up throne and is proclaimed by the seraphims and fills the whole earth with glory. But in the scripture we, we are reading, it also fills the heavenly house. What a grace. Verse 3, they, they cry to one another, Holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. We need, we need men and women who are holy like Jesus says we have beheld his glory like the glory of the only begotten son who came from his father this father is holy and he gave that to a son who is called the son of the most high as it is written in Luke we don't have time to read it from his fullness we have received one blessing after another. I want you to be filled with glory because of holiness. What is your church, your ministry? What is your family, your future? If the holiness of the one who is seated on the throne fills the whole earth with glory, the glory. But the scripture that I'm interested in is verse 4. And the pulse of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. So I said, woe to me, who is me, for I am, done. I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a life go, which he had taken with a tongues from the altar. Verse 7, and he touched my mouth with it, 
and say, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away, and your sin is purged. Hallelujah. Holiness shakes everything. Here it speak, we are speaking about God. Let's speak about the Lord Jesus, our Lord and our sanctification. Our righteousness is not just our savior, is our holiness. When he arrives in the city, that was ruled by the valley of the shadow of death. He was going to shake the city with what? With holiness. With holiness. Let me read in order to help you to understand me. In the book of Matthew, chapter 4, I want to read verse 12 to 16. Now when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison and departed to Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is by the sea and in the regions of Zebulun and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah, the prophet, the sanctified prophet. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah, the sanctified prophet. Say, the land of Zabilon and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. All these regions was under the gates of hell that Jesus was going to shed by his holiness. Verse 16, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And upon those who sat in the region in the shadow of death, light has dawned. I want to read in Luke chapter 4. What did Jesus use in order to shake the power of spiritual and physical death? What did he use when he arrived in the city of Capernaum that we have read in Matthew 4? It is Luke that is explaining to us what he used in order to shake. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 4, verse 31 to 34. Then he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and was teaching on the Sabbath. And they were astonished at his teaching, for his word was with authority. 33. Now in the in the synagogue there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon and he cried out with a loud voice saying let us alone what have we to do with you jesus of nazareth of nazareth did you come to destroy us i know who you are the holy one of god hallelujah and hallelujah may you make demons to lose themselves by holiness this city of Capernaum had an, an impure spirit of death and it had made men and women to sit in the region of death. What did Jesus use to end this rulership of death? They said, we know you, you are the Holy One. They were shaken. The demons were shaken. When I read this scripture, it wasn't one demon. But this one was the ruler of demons. He says, you have come to lose us. means that this was a principality of demons of death. No matter your province, your nation, 
you can, you can, you can lose and destroy demons. I feel this in my spirit. Today, we are going to make demons to lose themselves in regions, in nations. We'll make demons who are at the head of spiritual death to lose themselves. This is a demon who is speaking. And when you read downwards, you can see that he was a principality demon who was leading other demons. When you read verse 34, saying, Let us alone, what have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. This was a principality demon. There was in this province demonic powers that were shaken by Jesus. Even before he threatened them, he shook them. The demon began to cry out just by the physical presence of Jesus. He says, What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? I believe this principality demon was Satan himself. It is, it is Peter who says it in Acts chapter 10, verse 87. Peter says it all began in Galilee, and here he is in Galilee. The devil of the whole world himself was in this city. Follow me well. I want to share with you what God revealed to me in this scripture. Peter says, it all began in Galilee. You know how God anointed Jesus with spirit and power. He went from place to place doing good and healing all those who were under the power of Satan. If it began there, it means that this impure spirit that is being spoken about in Luke 4, 34, it was Satan himself at heading the demons of the whole world that is the empire of the devil but Jesus shook Satan by holiness may you change the spiritual configuration of your cities and nations by holiness it is by holiness that Jesus changed the spiritual configuration of Capernaum and Galilee the Bible says darkness shall not rule forever I don't know uh, if you are following me, the emperor himself was in Capernaum. He, the Bible says darkness will not rule forever. The people were seated in darkness in the shadow of death. It was Satan himself in the city. May he be dethroned by holiness. And Jesus came there where there was a word from the man who was sanctified by holiness. And he said darkness will not rule forever I know there are things that are unacceptable in the cities of the nations because of the impure spirit the emperor, the devil but the holiness of Jesus shook this impure spirit and I believe it well what is the earthly house compared to the heavenly house that was shaken in its foundation by the holiness of God and here we see that demons were shaken by the holiness and they said what 
is between you and us, Jesus. Jesus has not changed. I am thinking of this city in which the principality of evil was shaken. What is magic? What is witchcraft? May you shake the creator of these things by holiness. Not only he shakes the cities and the regions like Capernaum, but the holiness of Jesus disturbs the whole power of the enemy in Revelations 15, you will see that Mr. Holiness I'll come back. What did God use in order to resurrect Jesus? This is deep and powerful. God used holiness. That's why the Bible says the people were seated in the shadow of death have seen great light and God used the same holiness to resurrect Jesus from death. He who is of the lineage of David was declared son of God by resurrection by the spirit of holiness. It is the spirit of holiness that shook not only the devil, but also his coalition of powers. There is a power of revival in the spirit of holiness. That we've read in Romans chapter 1, verse 4, declared son of God by the spirit of holiness and declared to be son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. He was declared son of God by the spirit of holiness and himself released Capernaum, Galilee by the spirit of holiness. May you release your region, your nations, your city, by cities by the spirit of holiness. Holiness is a power of release before the power of death. Resurrection will be experienced not by the holiness of an angel, but the holiness of God. Even Michael in his battle uh, turned to God's holiness. He said, may the Lord rebuke you. And therefore, Satan could not withhold the Holy One, Moses, who was coming from holiness. The Psalms that says, you will not forsake your Holy One in the grave. It is holiness that shakes the powers of demons. It is holiness that shook the one who was withholding Jesus in the grave. And Jesus came out of the grave alive forever and ever. And Jesus also used holiness for the people who were seated in the shadow of death in Capernaum and in Galilee. I'm thinking of Lubumbashi. I'm thinking of Katanga. I'm thinking of the nations who are hostage to the power of death. May you come out of there by holiness. Follow me well. Come out, come out, come out. You are going to come out. Follow me well. What did God use in order to bring Israel from Egypt? He used holiness. I'll try and read quickly. Exodus chapter 3. Moses comes to the burning bush. God says to him, remove your shoes for the place you are standing on is a holy ground. It is a holiness that God used. Moses was enrolled, was employed 
by holiness in order to take Israel out of bondage. I am thinking about this. Hallelujah, hallelujah. May you be enrolled by the holy ground so that you can take people out of bondage. God used holiness to take Jesus out of death. We read it in Romans 1. Verse 4, the spirit of holiness rose Jesus and to bring Israel out. Holiness shakes everything. God used it in order to shake Pharaoh, his magic, his chariots, his cavalry, his witchcraft. Today I am welcoming you to the holy ground. And God says to Moses, remove your shoes because the place on which you stand is a holy and Moses is invited by holiness to become holy. God is calling him. And from there, he brought Israel out. He took the wealth and property of Israel out. They all came out. They will come out. They will come out. The Holy One is the one who releases people to come out. It is the holiness of Jesus that shook the demons who began to complain. You have come to lose us, to destroy us. May you receive in your cities, Mr. Holiness, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who went from place to place doing good. It is Mr. Holiness. With Mr. Holiness, you know how God anointed Jesus with the Holy, the Holy Spirit. Listen to me well. Jesus was holy and he was serving the Holy One, the Holy Spirit. And here we see Moses in order to bring Israel out. He too was married to the Holy Ground. This is extraordinary. They say to him, remove the shoes from your feet because the place on which you stand is a holy place. Because the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was there, he had landed. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He says, I've, I know his pain. I have heard his cry and I have come down. I have come down in order to deliver them. The God who delivered Israel through Moses was the God of holiness who was seated. He left his throne in order to rescue Israel. The one who is proclaimed, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty. He left his throne and he landed in Egypt in order to rescue Israel because holiness is what shakes angels, even demons. You cannot stand before holiness. Even the 24 elders, they throw themselves to the ground before holiness. Everything is shaken by holiness. I'm thinking about this. And Jesus also. He's on the holy ground as ruler and the one who frees, liberator. It is the Holy Spirit that releases. Jesus says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. You know how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it becomes a, just an empty word, Holy Spirit. 
it is a spirit of holiness that shakes the devil. No matter the places in which Satan is, he will be shaken by holiness because God, Jesus went from place to place doing good and healing those who were under the power of Satan because the Holy One was with Jesus. The Holy One makes you holy to make others holy. The Holy One, God, made Moses holy in order to sanctify Israel from Egypt to take them out of Egypt and they became holy and dangerous. Follow me well. The Holy One made Moses holy. And this, this one also made Israel to be holy. Psalms 114. Israel made everything before hard to shake. You know what God says to Moses? No one will stand before you as long as you live. Why? Because Moses was going to receive the revelation of the holiness of God. The angel landed and he said to him, I am the chief commander of the heavenly armies. Remove your shoes because the place on which you stand is holy. This is what made Joshua to be dangerous. No one will stand before you as long as you live. He received the holy ground of his father Moses. May you enter in the holy ground of your spiritual fathers. And Moses was made holy because he was asked to remove his shoes because the place he was standing was holy. Holiness made Moses holy. And Moses also made Israel holy. You are a holy nation, a royal priesthood, God's own possession. Let me read Psalms 114. They were made holy by the one who was made holy by the holy ground, Moses. Psalms 114. When Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of strange language, Judah became his sanctuary. Hallelujah. Judah became sanctuary, became a holy ground, and Israel his dominion. The sea saw it and fled. The sea saw it fled, and the, and the Jordan turned back. The mountains skipped like rams. The little hills like rams. What else you all see that you fled, O Jordan, that you turned back? O mountains that you skip like rams, only to use like rams. Tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, who turned the rock into a pool of water, the flint into a fountain of waters. Tremble, O earth. That is why I said, holiness shakes all things. Look at those who are sanctified by Moses. If those who are sanctified by Moses shook all things on their way, how much more, how much more, how much more the church? Time is gone. What about the church that was sanctified by the one who was sanctified by God, Jesus Christ? Jesus says, you are saying the one, that the one who was sanctified by the Father and sent him to the world, that he blasphemed. He was sanctified before he was sent in the world in order to sanctify you, O church, that you should shake all things 
in your path like Israel was set apart sanctified by Moses and they made the earth to tremble may you make all things to shake by holiness may God bless you our time is gone may God bless you and transmit to you his holiness as he did to Moses as he did to Joshua as he did to Joshua so that you may shake all things on your way wherever that you are amen and amen Let's go.